Hi friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Six Pack Podcast. I think this is episode 14. This is Rob calling from or speaking from his home on Sunday, which I think the weekends will definitely be my weekly podcast update now. Things have very much changed since the hospital. Of course, there's not so much of a daily update as a weekly reflection of things that have gone on and a chance for me to share those observations with you, the listening audience. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, The big ones for me this week, adjusting the family, symptoms and conditions post-surgery, the wait for external rehab services, they're probably the the major or the key topics I'm talking about today. Uh, starting with the family, that's been an interesting one because I know when I was in rehab, we talked about the adjustment to family and I kind of fobbed it off as something like, you know, what's there to adjust to? This is what I know. But couple that with the challenges post-surgery and the symptoms the fact that I'm not working, the fact that I'm not someone that generally can sit still. Yeah, there's a lot of challenges there. Having two boys, six and 11, can also be typically a little bit more, not challenging, but if you consider that boys will be boys, you know, my boys will wrestle, they'll play with each other, they'll fight over things. And being uh, here pretty much 24-7 and dealing not only with the day-to-day challenges of being a parent, late for school, little squabbles, um, the normal things, dealing with those little arguments, the noise, the the normal stresses of being a parent is very different when you come from the perspective of post-surgery. Very different. The noise alone can be something that really triggers headaches for me. So to little stresses or if the kids are wanting to get into an argument about something, it's... I've never been really one to endorse arguing or um, yelling or or, or loud conversations of a a more aggressive nature because I, I never really believe that they achieve anything. But to teach that to a six and an 11 year old because one's got his toy and he didn't want him to have it and they're arguing it's yeah it sounds easy you know just explain to them to discuss it and have a conversation about it (laughs) it doesn't work like that um those maturity levels aren't there um and that that you know that can also apply i guess to us as adults you know dealing with those day-to-day issues for me need to really be done in a more controlled sense less emotional sense but it's all well and good to sort of say that the execution of that 
can be much more difficult. So that's been one thing for me um, that has been very evident. The other um, is the symptoms. I talk about symptoms and it was really hard to gauge post-surgery because the surgery in itself is so such a trauma to the body that there's a lot of things going on post that. Of course, I had pulmonary embolisms, I had blood clots, which that's pretty much what they are, um, as well as the recovery of the head and the skull as, um, as I'm coming out of surgery. It's really hard to gauge how things have maybe changed from your normal day to day and, and probably still um, is difficult because we're only talking about five, not a, maybe six weeks now since surgery and in the grand scheme of things that, that isn't a great deal of time. You know, many of people who go through this, well, one great example is on Friday night, Jack Higgins, for anybody that follows the AFL, nine months ago he had um, two lots of surgery on the brain for similar conditions and now he's out playing AFL it's a nine month recovery period for him to get there I still don't think knowing what I know about brain injury and head clashes and things like that that um, it's what I'd be doing but um, can appreciate you know people's passion sometimes they're willing to take the risk uh, I know for me with football and soccer I've kind of hung up my competition hat and sort of said yeah uh, as much as I love the sport and love the guys I'm playing with on the weekends and on these games um, yeah uh, it's time for me to hang up the hat maybe some training or something like that of a lighter nature I can explore but um, certainly not the full contact element of what was there Um, that's kind of got me off track a little bit but when I'm talking about the symptoms, or not symptoms, but the the things I'm dealing with post-surgery, um, there's a lot of pain in my jaw. I've got limited movement in my, in, in my jaw, so I can't really open my jaw as wide as uh, I could before. And then chewing and things like that, there's a lot of pressure. And it is, it's a very dull pain, but there's pain there as well. Um, we'll just have to wait and see with follow-up appointments, what the, I guess, the long-term expectation is around that. Headaches, I'm dealing with pretty much on a daily basis, little aches and pains, not only in the head, but in the eyes. Um, Come and go, fatigue is still something that um, is very random at times. I've had chest pains and leg pains and different aches around the body as well, which is probably normal for most of us. But again, you just become a little bit more conscious post-surgery of a lot of these. But the way I've kind of proactively um, looked at that is while I'm in waiting for the next phase of my rehab, which is an external um, program called SPARC, S-P-A-R-C, up at Mobbury, I've been heading to the GP locally for weekly OBS, if you will. Blood pressure, oxygen levels, you know, listen to the lungs and 
and so on, which has been a positive move. It just keeps me a little bit more relaxed about all these little ailments um, because it's it's come up pretty pretty well. Earlier this week when I first went in, of course, I was pretty anxious about a few things and blood pressure was a bit high to begin with, but, you know, 10 minutes later, it, w- it was next to normal. So that's been good as well. Uh, what was the other thing that we said? We, we talked about adjusting the home life. Um, oh, wow. There you go. Um, short-term memory. <laughs> uh, taking of uh, medications has been relatively good, even though my short-term memory has gone a bit blank on the topics I talked about now. Um, taking medications pretty much around 8 o'clock uh, a.m. and p.m. every day. There has been a few times where I've forgotten for, say, an hour or so, which is okay. I've, I've talked to the nurses before I was on discharge and they said, look, as long as you take it sort of within sight at an hour or, or, or just over an hour um, or so, still take it. It's, it's really important, but try to stay on top of that. By and large, I've been pretty good with that. Um, the worst, I think, it was, was probably about 10 o'clock one time that I'd, I'd completely forgotten to take it. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll remind myself and, and that seems to go well. Um, very keen to get back to work at some point, but I do respect that, you know, even from my observations, being on computers, PCs, watching television, iPads, iPhones, uh, I can only really do that for certain amounts of time. Not to say that I'm stuck on a computer 24-7 when I'm at work. So it's really understanding, you know, how will that work moving forward and, you know, will fatigue and some of these other things play a part in me reshaping that. I'm just keen to start doing some hours or some kind of test phase of, of what I could be involved in. And and part of that is being active too. One of the challenges put to me was what are my hobbies and interests? And many of those, well, soccer's a big one. Of course, that's cancelled out. Um, can't do a lot around the training or, or practice at the moment. Um, music, guitar, things like that. I need to challenge myself a little bit more. I've done a bit of gardening this week. We've planted new herb garden and veggie garden. Um, I've been doing weeding and cleaning the car and odd jobs around here uh, from a a day-to-day perspective just keep me busy and doing things. So I can certainly do those, but um, it's really evident to me now that work has formed such a big part of my day-to-day routine for so long but I'm not used to being on downtime now it's very different from when you're on holiday I think you your mindset is very much focused on the holiday but even there you know I can do maybe one or two weeks um, southeast Asia and, and by the second week I'm getting a little bit of cabin fever about the the nothingness of, of, of relaxing it's not my usual state but I do appreciate that I've got to find a balance now. So there's some of the, I guess, key things or observations from this week.
going into the weeks coming, there'll be a lot more going on when that rehab kicks in. At the moment, a lot of the rehab I'm doing is um, physical, you know, a lot of walking, uh, stretching, yoga, uh, things like that. There is some uh, workbooks that have been passed on to me from the rehab centre that I'm working through now as well, uh, all in wait for getting into external rehab. But it's not really to underestimate the adjustment of home life. That's something that uh, we continue to work through. And, of course, for the kids, it's Dad. Apart from a large scar on my head, um, I look and sound like Dad and no one can really see or feel what what's happening inside my own body or in my head. So it's very hard to, uh, I guess, stay focused on that or understand why I'm heading off for a bit of a nap or quiet time or um, trying to avoid um, noisy areas, you know. Um, all those things are very new to me but not evident to the people and the world around me. Which, yeah, I get that. Somebody actually told me that in rehab that, you know, it's a little bit different if you're in a wheelchair or something. We automatically and visually click into that person's challenges. But from a brain injury side of things and those that recover, unless you've been deeply mentally affected, um, a lot of people can't see it. And that's, that's probably the hardest part of that recovery phase. Mm, it really is. It's it really is a challenge. Um, my hope is that many of these ailments and things might subside over time, but the reality also could be that um, I have to deal with them for a longer period, if not as the new norm moving forward. So it's all part of that adjustment phase, I guess. But that's where we are this week. Um, certainly happy that I'm here, um, happy that I'm able to share my thoughts with you, the listening audience. Stay tuned, um, as I said, pretty much weekly now as these reflections, but, uh, you know, appreciate um, your comments and feedback and, and conversations have continued to be awesome during the week. I've had some great catch-ups with individuals off the back of the podcast and the uh, messages that you send always keen to have coffee and and share stories of maybe some of the challenges you've had yourself or with family around brain injury. Um, It's all very positive um, to talk about. So thanks for tuning in and uh, see you next time.